Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. When you find yourself in an uncomfortable or strained situation, do you know how to behave, to conduct yourself? I would say that it is difficult when we find ourselves in in those kinds of places. I, I know for myself, I am not really an extrovert. Uh, I, I really am, believe it or not, a bit introverted in the sense that uh, put me in a, a strange situation. For example, put me in a party situation where I know very few people to no one, and, and I would rather not be there or rather be in a corner until I meet somebody and get comfortable. Um, I, I feel awkward and don't know exactly how to behave sometimes. That probably seems a little bit uh, unbelievable for someone that stood in front of people for most of his life speaking, but that's just that's just the truth if you really want to know the real me. Well, this is not about me. Here we are dealing with, in First Peter, a group of people that are in a strange situation. They're called aliens, exiles, strangers, sojourners. They're in a different country, uh, physically speaking, than, than their own normal country. But more importantly, spiritually, they are now followers of Christ, and they're citizens of, of a heavenly country, and, and they're here away from their heavenly country. I'll tell you, when we get home, that's when that the level of comfort is going to go way up. Uh, we should be somewhat uncomfortable with this world, but we need to know how to live, how to live in a way that brings honor and glory to God, and that's what Peter is teaching here, and we began with uh, the previous podcast talking about how to live excellently before the Gentiles. First Peter chapter 2, verse 12 says, Keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles. And uh, as I taught on the previous podcast, that just simply means live in a way that honors God before unbelievers. And here in chapter 2, verse 11 through chapter 3, verse 7, we have three areas that that Peter gives us uh, areas in which we can live honorably before the watching world. The first area in the previous podcast was the way we interact with government. Are we good citizens? Do we live in a way that uh, would honor the Lord in our citizenship? And that is verses 13 through 17. Again, dealt with that on the previous podcast. Today, in this podcast, we look at a second area of life, and that is submission in suffering. Now, no one loves to suffer. I, I don't think there is anyone out there that, that, that wants to suffer. I saw a uh, crazy commercial two or three times on television recently. Uh, I think it's it was um, advertising Geico insurance or something, but it talked about silly things that people uh, don't like to do, but in this case, they like to do, like run into, into uh, glass doors or, or sit in gum or have a uh, a soda open up and spray you, and in this silly commercial, people were enjoying that. But that's making a point. People really don't enjoy those kinds of things, and none of us like suffering. I, but there is an opportunity in suffering to submit to the will of Almighty God. In verse 18 of chapter 2 of 1 Peter, it says this, "...servants, be submissive to your masters with all respect, not only to those who are good and gentle." but also to those who are unreasonable. 
So here we have an example of, of how we could potentially suffer in life. Servants be submissive. And so what he's saying here is there are various authority structures in our lives, including the area of employment, where there are opportunities to live well before the watching world of unbelievers. Now, in this particular passage here, servants and masters, obviously there is, um, in that culture, they would have what we would call today slaves. Now, uh, sometimes when we think of slavery, we think of uh, the darkest part of it, and uh, and there is a very, very bad and dark side to slavery and and it is awful, it is atrocious, and I want to make that very clear. In that culture, there were situations where people were in, servants in a household, and they were more like modern day, um, they were more like modern day employees. Um, so it, it's a difficult area, but but the Word of God uh, is very clear. It is very clear. If you find yourself in that position, you've got to understand that God is sovereign, that the way we respond is, is going to bring honor and glory to God if we respond the right way. He said, not only the servants be submissive to your masters with all respect, that is an inner attitude, but not only to those who are good and gentle, not only to those who are good and gentle, but to those who are un unreasonable. You know, it's easy to live honorably to good and gentle authority. You know, if you've got a good boss at work, uh, if, if you've got a good leader that uh, respects you and, and that deals in a good way with you, it's easy to live well under that kind of authority. But the test comes when we have to deal with the unreasonable. Wouldn't you agree with that? And there are plenty of unreasonable uh, situations out there. And, and, and I, I don't have time to go into all the possibilities, but, but I would say that if you are dealing with an unreasonable boss, if you're dealing with an unreasonable boss, the way you respond to that situation, to that form of suffering is very key because there are others around you that are watching you that do not have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And many times their response is going to be entirely different than yours. And when you respond in a, in a right way, a respectful manner, in an honoring manner, now that doesn't mean that you uh, in, in this day and time have to put up with workplace abuse, with, with sexual harassment. That, that is not in any way what I'm saying or what the Word of God is saying. But the way that you deal with it, uh, not being bitter and fighting back in a, in a bitter way, but rather going through the proper channels to address the situation uh, and 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 having a, an attitude that honors the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I know this is tough stuff, but look, you've got to chew the tough meat along with the uh, sweets and the desserts, right? Along with the good stuff. And, and the scriptures are very clear. It says in verse 19, For this finds favor, if for the sake of conscience toward God, a person bears up under sorrows when suffering unjustly. It brings uh, honor to the Lord Jesus Christ, and it finds favor with Almighty God when we bear up under unreasonable suffering, and, and we do the right thing. Verse 20 goes on to say, For what credit is there if when you sin 
and are harshly treated, you endure it with patience. In other words, uh, look, if, if you are suffering the consequences of your own bad behavior, living up under those consequences, enduring them is, is only the right and just thing to do. No credit there. Hey, hey, you brought it on yourself and you did the wrong thing and you're dealing with, uh, you're suffering for it. You're suffering the consequences. That's, that's, only, that's only the just and right thing. Now, thank God for his grace to get us through that. But he goes on to say, but if when you do right, the right thing and suffer for it and you patiently endure it, this finds favor with God. And so God says, look, there are going to be times when you suffer for the for doing the right thing. So let's say that you're on the job and you're doing well and you're doing your job well and you're doing right. And and uh, let's say that the, the boss is is a very unreasonable person and still treats you wrongly. Or maybe the boss knows that you're a believer. And so you get the, the, the bad jobs, the worst jobs and, and people that uh, cheat and do the wrong things. They get the cushy stuff, the good jobs. Uh, and, and you're being mistreated, but you don't fight back and you don't get bitter and and you do the right thing this finds favor with almighty god you're suffering and you're doing it right and you say oh man come on now well let me just take you to verse number 21 where we have been called to suffer well he says for you have been called for this purpose you've been called to suffer well to honor god through submitting the right way and suffering now here's the kicker since Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example for you to follow in his steps. So we can kick back at it. We can kick against it. We can say, I don't like that. That doesn't seem fair. That's not right. But then God really throws in the the the, uh, the hard reason there, the kicker. He says, look, Jesus did it. And he goes into some detail about it. He says, Jesus set the example. Verse 22 who committed no sin, nor was there any deceit found in his mouth. And while being reviled, he did not revile in in return. While suffering, he uttered no threats, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges rightly. In other words, Jesus was sinful. He never did any wrong, yet he suffered for the wrongs of others. He didn't retaliate. He left the vengeance to a just God. He knew that God saw everything and God doesn't let one thing slip by. You may think that they're doing evil and getting away with it. Let me tell you, none of us do evil and get away with it. Now, thankfully for believers... Our evil's already been punished in Christ, and we've put faith and trust in Christ. And, and through that, he has forgiven us because the scriptures go on to say in verse 24, and he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness, for by his wounds you were healed. And so he suffered for us so that we would die to sin. He suffered for us so that we could live to righteousness. We are separated from our sins and the judgment that comes against them. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, Paul said in Romans 8, 1. And we are given new life, eternal life. We are given his righteousness. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 tells us that, that he took our sins and gave us his righteousness so that we could live to, righteous, to, to righteousness. And that is all because Jesus suffered. And since Jesus suffered, he set an example for us and it is an honor it is an honor and a blessing from God to suffer 
with Jesus on behalf of Jesus because this temporary suffering that we're going through is nothing in compared comparison to the glory that we're going to experience when we when we get to heaven. I love the way verse 25 closes out this passage. It says, For you were continually straying like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. We were a messed up bunch. We were lost and dying and on our way to an eternal separation from God in hell. We were dead in our sins. We were a messed up bunch, but the love of God brought us, it drew us into Him. He made us alive. He gave us the faith to believe. He, uh, then when we believed, He forgave our sins because of Jesus punishment. He gave us eternal life. He gave us the hope, the certainty of of heaven with him forever. We have been brought back to the shepherd and guardian of our souls, and it's all through the suffering of Jesus Christ. And so God help us. God help me. God help us to be willing to bear up under suffering before a watching world of unbelievers and bring honor and glory to God through it. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.